Hey, Rob, what do you think of our funky new football in Berkshire branding? They're great, Tom. Who's made them? They've been created by friend of FIB, Ellis Woods, who runs his own creative agency, Flair Media. He's heavily involved in grassroots football and kindly sponsors this very podcast. That's great. What else do they do? Well, it's funny you should say that, Rob. Ellis offers affordable digital marketing, digital and print branding like logos, banners, flyers and business cards, as well as website content creation and management. Go and have a look at flaremedia.online and tell Ellis we sent you. Hi, everybody, and welcome to the Berkshire Football Stories podcast with me, Tom Canning, and him. Robert Davis. Are you going with Robert today? Yeah, I thought I'd formalise it. <laughs> uh, this is our pub, but not in a pub chat podcast. We're doing daily to try and keep ourselves and all of you busy during the lockdown. Uh, you can see more podcasts from us by searching Berkshire Football Stories on your favourite podcast app. And you can also follow us on Twitter at FI Berkshire and find out more at www.footballinberkshire.co.uk. Uh, today, our guest is uh, possibly the youngest guest we've had on so far, but our, our guest today is Kia Owen, who plays for S4K Ladies in the Thames Valley Counties Women's Football League. Hello, Kia. Hello, guys. How are we? I'm very well, very well. Uh, now, I should, I should uh, I'll put, put my cards on the table. Uh, Kia, we know each other. Um, you played for uh, for Binfield while I was managing that team, and you've carried on, as far as I can tell, uh, just as well ever since without me. So um, it was uh, it was all good fun. <laughs> yeah, always. <laughs> um, how uh, how are you? How are you coping? Um, it's good. I'm still I'm still learning a lot and like kind of learning the ropes, but it's good that I'm surrounded by a variety of players that can kind of help me do that and kind of good uh, coaching staff and and just like a, a huge supportive network which is nice and like even learning from other teams as well is a big bonus you uh, you you so you you started off um playing uh was it did you start off as a youngster at binfield yeah so i didn't i didn't get into football until i was in year nine and that's when i started at binfield and um ever since i've been there and i've played for binfield wildcats um since then and then when um, we when I was playing under the under-18s, I then decided to take the step up and join the ladies under your management and under um, Graham's management too. Yeah. And then that's when I kind of stepped into ladies football and kind of um, branched out a bit more in terms of like developing myself as a player and developing myself in terms of playing in a team, which was a bit different from like under-18s and playing in the younger leagues, essentially. Um, so and so, obviously, in the summer, S four K ladies was was set up, and you and you obviously you went off, uh, you went to to play for them, and it's 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 pretty much a similar team, but you've got some you've got some very kind of experienced players around you, and uh, and so do you you learn a lot from those guys. Yeah, we we all kind of learn from each other, and I think that's the main thing we kind of learn learn like from them in terms of experience, but then we provide them with a bit of. Like we came together as a team, so we kind of bring our knowledge of the game and contribute towards their knowledge of the game as well. Because football, like, it's not—it's not like they bring—they bring the knowledge, but we also bring kind of just a different touch to the game, which is a bit more—I um, don't know—just a bit different, I think. And, and let's be fair, a little bit of pace and fitness. <laughs> it's always important to have that. <laughs> Um, go on, Rob. How did uh, how did S4K Ladies come to be, and uh, how did you get involved with it? So, um, 
we as a team departed from Binfield um, as uh, departed from Binfield, and that's when we chose to, um, to go independent. And from there, one of our team members um, has a coaching company that she works for, and that coaching company is called S4K. And they were happy and willing to kind of um, gain another team under their belt, and more fortunately, a ladies' team. So we then decided to kind of start our team up um, from there. But well, I say start up, kind of like shift our team over to S4K, and um, then we kind of just went from there, and it all started and began there. And then we kind of most of um, most of every from Binfield came across, and and then we got a few new players in, which was nice. So. It was everyone kind of moved across the S4K ladies and we kind of built it up from kind of um, that teammate's own um, own company. And then that's how we started. Uh, was it was that hard to hard to sort of move across after after being at, at Pinfield for so long? Um, I think it was it was definitely something different. Bearing in mind it had been like for me personally, it was like the only club I'd been at. But yeah. I trusted everyone around me to kind of. No, like to understand and like kind of keep me updated on what the change was was and why we were doing it kind of thing and I think that's the important thing we all knew why like why it was go- why it was going to happen how we were going to do it and I think that's what helped we all kind of supported each other through it and we were all going to be playing with each other at the end of the day and I think what matters is that we were staying together to play the game that we enjoy so much so yeah how has it gone so far has the First season as under the S4K banner, been. It's been it's been exciting. We've had ups and downs. Like we've lost um, our two main strikers, which is unfortunate. But then again, like as a team, we 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 finished in the top five. Like because obviously everything that's been going on, we finished in top five, which is a really like big achievement. Bearing in mind we've like it's our first season together. We've been like carry on molding back together, and it, I think it's like. For us, we've come a long way as individuals as well as a team. And I think it's more of a, we feel it's a success like for us as a team rather than like focusing on a league kind of achievement, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, Key, I remember, uh, I remember when, you, when you first came to, to sort of the adults, the adults team. I think we, we saw you in a, uh, we came along and watched a, a semi-final with you. Was it a semi-final? It was a semi-final, I think. And it was absolutely yeah, it was, freezing yeah. cold day, absolutely <laughs> freezing cold, and probably the most amount of penalties in a penalty shootout I've ever seen. But uh, what happened to you that day? Just uh, just talk if you can bear to go back to it. what happened to you that day. Um, I was given my first and only red card of the season um, from the referee due to um, walking away from a referee and um, just not necessarily uh, <laughs> listening to what she was saying. Unfortunately, but we we all learn. We all learn. It was it was an absolutely incredibly cold day that day, and I remember you being stood on the side and just it, it was it was not a great it wasn't a great day. But of course, obviously the team won, and and you guys got to the final. Um, yeah, it was good. And I I just remember see, seeing sort of having seen you that day, like I I kind of thought you you would definitely be able to make the step up, and you and you certainly did. We played a friendly over at Wantage, I think, was probably your first game. And I just remember what, and I think we had 11 players that day. And I remember watching you get absolutely clattered by someone twice the size of you. Uh, and only one of you got up. Um, and that was you, obviously. You, you, um, what, you, effectively, I, what I'm tr- I guess what I'm trying to say is you, you, you've proved from what I've seen anyway, you've been incredibly tough. Where, what, where does that come from? 
Um, I think it's kind of just the it's resilience. Like you're doing when you get knocked down, it's for your team. And I think you've just got to get back up, get on with it, shake it off, and just and just go again. Like no matter how many times you're going to get knocked down, if the more times you get up, the more chances you are going to be able to get around them. Like I think if the more the more the more like the more hits you take, the, the less that it hurts essentially, doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> is that is there another aspect of your life that this has proven useful? Uh, I don't know, like sports in general, really, and kind of like um, in terms of like schoolwork and stuff, like you, you have setbacks in life and it's what, how you come back from them and like things like that that just kind of make you want to move forward more. Like you get you get knocked down by a person, they've stopped you from reaching the goal, so you, you just get back up and you, and you do a different way, you, you work a different way around them. And I, I think I think that's the main thing. You've got, it's like a learning curve for everybody, but mainly like you yourself against your opponent kind of thing. But yeah, it, is, it, it hurts sometimes and like you, you're left with bruises and things, but you know, they're, they're marks of resilience, marks of determination. It's <laughs> <laughs> nice. What, what sort of areas in your game do you think uh, you need to uh, work on, for example? So you say you're clearly very determined, clearly very um, uh, resilient. Uh, so those aspects of the game will always stand you in good stead. But uh, uh, what areas um, do you think uh, you need to work on and improve in? Shooting. <laughs> <laughs> I hit um, in one game this season. I hit the crossbar um, two times in a row, and then I had my third shot, and it just hit the crossbar, and it was just—it was one of those days where you just keep trying, and it just doesn't quite work. I think, to be honest, my main targets, which I've always focused on for this season, have been the use of my weaker foot, which is my right foot, and kind of just like the more attacking end because I can play defensively, but it's just kind of about. Um, being a bit more attacking and kind of like using like I can use my head easily but like kind of just launching myself at a ball as much as possible to get those goals and and like do it in a in the fairest and most rule abiding way possible (laughs) that's brilliant so just saying there you had targets this season that's something you um, personally give yourself at the beginning of the season so individual goals as well as um, obviously what you and the team are working towards yeah, I think the individual goal is something that you give yourself. Yeah, I think it's always important to have targets and it's always important to have something to work towards. It, I think it's what makes you work harder and kind of like, I think when you've got like other people or new team members or anything like that, like anything new and kind of new opposition, then you've kind of just got to step up yourself to kind of then like ensure others step up as well as in the team because not, not, no I makes up a team and I think that's the main thing. Like, if you have your goals, other people will have their goals, and then it will just make up a whole team goal, which it just... We we all want different things, and at the end of the day, I think if you have your individual goals and you can try and reach for those, then at the end of the day, your team will then eventually, like, all kind of aim for the right thing rather than all wanting different things, if that makes sense. It's, uh, Absolutely, yeah. Building a building a team that kind of that kind of works together is 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 incredibly difficult, um, you know, and 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 obviously, you know, I I, I certainly wish you guys wish you guys luck. Um, Kia, are you still coaching? Do you still coach kids as well? Yeah, so yeah. There, so I have my own team now. Oh wow! Okay, so there's more to there's more to you than just playing football. You, 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 you <laughs> how how old's the how old are the kids in the team that you coach? So yeah, so I started off with coaching um, under nines, which was my little brother's team. Right. And then um, last, I believe it was last August, I was given the opportunity to coach the under 11s team. 
um and they they were a new team like us they like it was a whole new bunch of boys and they started in September last season and we kind of like they were of all different abilities and they kind of it it was kind of an experimental kind of season and we got our first win a couple of weeks back and it was it felt really good for the boys and I think it was like for me and um, my other coach, Ash, it was kind of just a way for us kind of to showcase what we've learned to them. And to, to us, it was to show them it's not always about winning. Sometimes it's about the little things like them learning how to do the passing and them learning how to do just kind of like little tactical things. And, and like, I think that's the main thing. They, they learned to be grateful for like the goals they've scored rather than like dunking their head at like every loss. It was kind of like a main focus for them of, Tiny targets equals a bigger goal, essentially. Well, how do you think? Uh, do you think uh, coaching has changed your game at all? Uh, like, is there anything you've picked up from like your experience as a coach that you've thought actually, I can change something about uh, my game as well here? I think I've like from coaching, I've matured a bit. Like, I remember back when I was playing for the under 18s team, I wasn't. It was all about winning for me in under-18s. And I think that's where it kind of, like, it took over from being football. It was more, like, for me, I became a bit more focused in the wrong on the wrong route. So then coaching kind of brought me back to this kind of route where it's, right, we're going to do this as a team. We're going to, like, you can't loan, loan do anything. And I kind of think the boys are, serve as, like, a reminder that if you work together, things are more achievable and things like... Um, it's not all ha- how many goals you score. Sometimes it's about how much you work back and kind of help defend as well as attack, if that makes sense. So I think it kind of, it's just helped with like my own like way of viewing the game of football rather than kind of like, I don't know. It's just, it's like just kind of those things really. Um, Kia, so obviously you, you're coaching, you're playing. Um, either of those are potential career paths. Um, is is there one that you kind of favour over the other, or is it? I mean, obviously you're young enough to to certainly do both uh, for for a long time to come. But is it is it something? Is there one that maybe you you want to push harder than the other? Uh, I don't know. I think like I I enjoy playing football, but I don't think I'm of like a an, a such level that could potentially push on. I think obviously with determination and passion and anything like you can you can do what you want and you can be who you want. But I think um, I don't know because I coach as my job as well. So I go into primary schools and I coach um, to like children of all ages um, and teach like different sports. I think like teaching PE is kind of my route and kind of teaching children like English, math, science, kind of just going into the teacher it's kind of my thing. Not that I would like throw away football and and the coaching like that's that was always like it's it holds a special place in my heart. But I think the thing is, I think for me personally, I feel like it's not such an achievable target if that makes sense. Like anybody can do anything they want, but I feel for me personally, I I don't know, I just can't quite reach that level <laughs> of like eliteness. Well, <laughs> yeah, you know, you you you, you got to give it a go though. You got to give it a go. Anything's possible, and I'll <laughs> like I'll always try every game my hardest, and maybe one day, who knows, any anybody might spot me, or anybody might spot anybody in the team, kind of thing. You know, I'll be ha- I'd be happy for anybody to be spotted. It's the main thing of like everybody being able to achieve their goals, isn't it? Bless. 
are, is, is football part of your goals uh, over the next few years? Obviously, we heard earlier you're 18, so you must be at an age where further education might be coming into your mind or um, or possibly, you know, uh, starting a career path. Is is football going to be part of that or um, uh, or uh, is it all going to take a pause perhaps uh, or a back seat maybe, if not a pause over no, the next few years? Football will always be there. Football will always hold a special place in my heart and I, it will always... Even if I'm just like kicking the ball out in the garden, my little brother, or, or I'm down the park, or I'm still coaching the boys, as long as it still exists in some shape or form in my life, I think that's the main thing. I think when you kind of like, as I said earlier, I wasn't football wasn't I wasn't one of those kids that started when I was young and I have always played football. Football was something my friends kind of brought me into, and I kind of learned the game. And I think the the fact that I've kind of learned the game, I have a bit more. I don't want to say respect because that's the wrong word, but I kind of. I have a bit more of a love for the game because I've had to learn about it and learn from others about it. And I think that's the main focus and why it's kind of just an important aspect in my life kind of thing. Keir, something we chatted to one of our previous guests, Sarah Thompson, on, uh, Rob, I think it was Monday, we talked about futsal. Uh, and I know you guys, you guys are quite keen on, on futsal. Where do you play it and, and how does that help you as a, as a sport? We, Rob and I got a crash course in what futsal was on Monday. So, so we, know, we know all about it. We, we, we want to hear from people who, who actually play it. So what does it do for you as a, as a player? Um, it's kind of, so futsal is kind of like, it's a much faster game. And obviously when you get the ball, you can't run the acres of the pitch like I'd usually do. You kind of, it's more about your touch play, touch play, touch play. You don't have time to kind of like mess around with the ball or, or kind of, do silly things like it's, I think it's, it's it works on your decision making it works on your first touch and it kind of works on your shooting essentially but more of a power shot so you kind of like it's all about getting your knee over the wall and things like that so I think it's folks the game kind of helps you with like your passing your first touch it's just like basic things that then you can take into the game of football and kind of use those and, and play your little triangle passes and, and just kind of play those little one twos that kind of help build up space on like say a bigger pitch of like your normal football game so I think it's just those like key basic skills that help kind of improve you on the on the field of football where do you play the futsal where uh yeah where do you you play (laughs) um (laughs) so one of our um one of our one of my teammates has uh, works at Waitrose and they have a sports centre and we're lucky enough to use the facilities there that have a futsal um, pitch drawn out oh. uh, marked out sorry and so we go there every Wednesday and kind of use that as a training kind of facility to play it like oh, some futsal so it's good fun what um okay. what what are you kind of hoping for sort of next season what are, are you, uh, I assume the team's carrying on what are you kind of working towards next season do you think um for me personally, I think we can aspire to kind of make the top three and kind of, I think it's about now that we've gelled together um, and kind of like moving forward, obviously new players are, like there's potential for new players to come in and join us, especially with like lots of our younger players going to university. So then that opens the door for new players to come and join us. Um, but I think it's kind of like, I think now we've gelled, it's, it's obviously gelling in any new players that join and kind of just, focusing on kind of bettering ourselves as individuals over pre-season hopefully if we can get some time in <laughs> and kind of just um I think it's just building together as a team to then like solidify our game because I think the more gelled we are as a team and the more kind of work we put in 
over pre-season, the better we'll be when it comes to actually playing the game. And kind of like, it's sharing all what we know rather than kind of complaining about others or, or like doubting others. I think the more confidence you have in a teammate or if you can look left and right and, and look at your teammate and be like, I can trust them, then I think that's the main thing. Like no team kind of is built around lies or anything like that. It's kind of how much can you trust the person and then it kind of just goes from there, I think. So I think it's just kind of like hopefully getting in top five again and kind of just help building individuals rather than kind of like focusing on the team because if you've built an individual that can make up a whole like that can work on someone's weakness uh what are you able to do as part of s4 um s4k at the moment um is there any sort of uh planning you can do uh, for next season or and and is there much contact in terms of sort of uh making sure everyone's still doing some sort of training or anything like that um so Obviously, all the emails are coming in to because um, obviously as a coach I get the emails for the boys, so all the co- all the emails are coming in about next season and kind of like where the league are at, what they're thinking, kind of thing. So our um, secretary's getting those emails, and at the moment what we're doing is um, I've proposed like challenges to the group chat to kind of like keep <laughs> them going. So things like keep you up east, and then like then next week will be somebody else doing the challenge and so on and so forth. So then we're still having that kind of like we're staying updated with each other and the football is still there so we're kind of keeping in contact but I think the main thing is is obviously because everybody's so uncertain at the minute when pre-season will start or if we'll have it and things like the league like not much has been said but obviously in the forthcoming weeks obviously more will be kind of spread around and and more will kind of like more news will be alert so I think that's the main thing like we're kind of just like Staying in contact, keeping updated with each other, and when the time is right, obviously information about next season will be revealed. But then there is always that kind of using use of social media to kind of help, like make us more aware of of like if when the season comes around, like players, like new player recruitment, and kind of like just kind of um, seeing it like if people like want to join us and and things like that. I think that's the main thing. It's the use of social media and kind of keeping like us as a team updated together as well. Uh, you touched on something uh, early on in that uh, answer, just uh, uh, regarding the sort of uh, being the administrator um, or getting all the emails about uh, from the league. Um, last season or last close season, there was a slight restructure in the Thames Valley Women's League. It went from a uh, Division One top division with three regional divisions below that to a division one, then a division two, and then three regional divisions below that. Um, the, the, the number of women's teams in the area seems to be increasing um, reasonably quickly. Um, is there any, do you know of any plans to expand the league at all or um, uh, add more uh, teams to the division you're in? Um, I'm not quite sure of like anything of that, but I think it would be a good opportunity to kind of bring more women into football and kind of just bring a bit more of a variety of teams to play, if that makes sense. So you're not always playing the yeah. same teams. But then obviously then it comes down to like bed deciding of whether they should join what such and such a league. But I think the main the main like kind of point to take from that is that if there's going to be more women's teams, like just bring them in. Like it's 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 more about the kind of everybody's contribution and kind of learning that kind of help builds the sport and kind of builds like what we love and what we call it. Um, Kia, I wanted to see if we could get you to stitch up some of your teammates just to uh, just oh. to kind of round things off. Um, Rob's always got a couple of good questions on this res- on this respect, but I wanted to um, 
I, I, I'll start with one, and I'll, I'll nick one of Rob's uh, one of Rob's favourite ones. But um, I would, there's a there'll there'll be a player within the team who, um, when it comes to match day, they are absolutely on it. They've got all the tricks, all the skills. Training night, nothing. Walking around, lazing around. Who who would that be? <laughs> um, it would have to be between probably <laughs> Mish. And so Michelle and oh maybe maybe Claudia maybe Claudia. And <laughs> um, who who's the fastest? Oh, I think it's got to be. I'll probably say it, it depends, you know, because over it depends what distance you're talking about. <laughs> oh, okay. <'Cause> right. <laughs> I think it would be. To, I'd say top three would be. Jess, Sharice, and myself, probably. They're, they're the ones I'd say. <laughs> I've got a couple that I can throw at you. Yeah, uh, uh, Trying to stitch up some uh, some people. So uh, who, who's been responsible for the uh, worst gaffe of your season so far? Who's uh, um, done something very embarrassing on match day that uh, you can tell the story oh, of here? I'm trying to think. <laughs> no classic um, own goals or anything like that. Oh, so we have had an own goal. We have had an own goal. It kind of like, it was a kind of like deflection off a boot kind of thing. But I think like, not it's not an embarrassing story, but like kind of like a funny story. So we were playing, I'm not going to name the team. We were playing a team and um, Michelle was, uh, had the ball and she was in possession and um, she couldn't pass back. And so she uh, kind of did a bit of skill and kind of mugged this player off. And this player kind of got a bit like, I don't know, got a bit uptight with Mish <laughs> and then obviously got Sinvind and Mish kind of like, I don't know, she kind of like pushed the girls' buttons a few times but without being too far and kind of mugged her off and then went round her. <laughs> Very nice. I've got uh, one final question while we're in the mood for stitching people up. Um, what was Tom like as a manager when oh, he yeah. managed you? <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, I'll try and simplify it down to three words. Um... <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I think he was very mm, I, like disorganised in a good way kind of disorganised in a fair, good way um, quite knowledgeable and I would say quite approachable as well knowledgeable, approachable and like disorganised in a good way I, I, well, you'll take that. I'll definitely. definitely <laughs> I, I will absolutely take that. I, I, I always think sometimes I enjoyed it too much, and I, I wasn't, uh, I wasn't necessarily, uh, uh, I, I wasn't, I didn't. There was no sort of discipline necessarily at times when it was, uh, when it was required. <laughs> I, that's that was my, uh, my. Mm, <laughs> you can, yeah, but you can always have like so much fun, can't you? Do you yeah, know what I mean? that's like, true. You you only say that now because you look back on it. We yeah. we all like have our moments where we could be more disciplined <laughs> or could you know maybe do an extra lap or maybe an extra kind of yeah. like circuit, but we just don't. But we're all we're all like guilty of it. Uh, I just I just used to, I just really enjoyed it and I, it, all the girls were great fun. So and it it always felt like a like a like getting together with a bunch of mates rather than <laughs> and then of course you had to pick the team and it was oh god what what now. <laughs> so anyway this wasn't about me so um, 
Um, Kia, just to round off, we have a question that we always ask everybody before we finish off. Um, can you recommend a uh, box set or a TV show you're watching to our listeners? Oh, what am I watching? See, I'm watching two two kind of TV shows. Yeah. Because um, my sister's quite like, she's she's very good at what, like she watches them way much faster than me because I'm too busy out in the garden. Um, I'm currently watching Grey's Anatomy okay. and Chicago Fire. Oh, They're my okay. two that I'm watching at the minute. I know, well recommended. Recommended. I quite liked. Um, oh, what was it called? I think it was like the English, the English Game. Was it called? It's on ah, Netflix. That's, that's uh, a good one. You're on I the quite same, enjoyed that. You're on the same page as Gareth Ainsworth. There, lovely stuff. Yeah, that was a good one. <laughs> Kia, thank you very much for joining us today. That's all right. Thank you. Uh, that was the Berkshire Football Stories podcast, pub but not in a pub chat with S4K ladies. Kia Owen. You can see more in this series by searching Berkshire Football Stories on our favourite podcast app, so please subscribe for all the latest, and if you have a minute, please give us a rating and a review. Uh, all there's left to say is that it's goodbye from me, Tom. Uh, it's goodbye from Rob. Goodbye. And it's goodbye from Kia. Goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs>